Welcome to Best of Bollywood. I'm HT with my guest, the wonderful Swati Kumar. Today we are talking about a little movie that we both love, a movie named Dungle. You bought me Samajmenai, get gold to gold of that. Chora lave a chori. Are what Chicho Pelwani sing at the Anatawegi? Most not at you. What are your feelings about this movie? So when I first watched this movie, when it was released in 2016, I was wowed by it, especially because I love Amar Khan. The win of the underdog, the transformation of the characters from like a meager to something special and winning. That itself was very uplifting for me. I love to have that emotion at the end of a movie. Yeah, it's quite an interesting way that uh, director Nitesh Tiwari chose to tell the sports biography movie. They have taken liberties with how to dramatize it because, you know, the moments in life that are between great achievements are relatively boring. So when you're making a movie about it, you have to add the drama in scenes. And I think the drama was very well uh, placed. Yeah, so I want to list a few movies that Amir Khan did right before Dangal. He had back-to-back Talash, Doom 3, and PK. It's a pretty solid run there. And Doom 3, obviously a big movie of a franchise, and uh, Amir Khan was a big surprise in it. And then PK was actually, in my research, the highest grossing Bollywood movie before mm-hmm. Dungal came along. So Dungal broke PK's record, both Amir Khan movies. Mm-hmm. Before those movies, Amir Khan had done in a row Tare Zameenpar, Gajani, and Three Idiots. Three Idiots is one of those everybody's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Everybody you ask, hey, which movie do you want to talk about in our podcast? And the, in the, within the first three movies, Three Idiots comes up. Uh, he also did uh, Dhobi Ghat, which was not as well received. And uh, one of my favorite performances from Amir Khan was his comedy performance in Delhi Belly. Swati, is Amir Khan, based on uh, the list of movies I gave you, is Amir Khan the most versatile and successful Bollywood star of the 2000s? I think I want to say yes to your question. I think he's one of the most versatile actors for sure. Um, I think each name you took from Talaj to PK to uh, Dangal itself um, and others that you named, Doom, they're so different from each other, his characters. And uh, even in a short period of time, he's doing so many different kinds of roles. What I love, like about Amir Khan is that he has used his celebrity to green light movies that would otherwise probably not be made. If I think about memorable movies from the past 20, 25 years, I think Amir Khan movies fill up a lot of that roster. Dungal was produced at a cost of 9.3 million US dollars. Its global box office gross in its initial run was 270 million US dollars. In rupees, that's a gross of 2,024 crore rupees from an investment of 70 crore rupees. Pretty impressive, huh? Super. Wow, my job just dropped. This is what I found in the research that I found surprising. That the film had a very successful international run. In fact, it was, it was actually released in US before it was released worldwide, including India. It made a lot of money in China. It is, in fact, the highest grossing non-Hollywood film in China at the time of taping this podcast. Hmm, interesting. It's in the top 20 highest grossing international films in China. Wow. Amir Khan, uh, when the script was first narrated to him, he was he loved it, uh, but he was reluctant to do it because he did not want to play an old man. Um, understandable. He's, you know, top of his game. He doesn't want to play an old man. The script never left him, though, and he was looking for a project. And because he just couldn't get this script out of his head, a few months later, he reached out to Nitesh Tewari and agreed to do the part and produce the movie. For the movie, Amir Khan is reported to have put on 30 kilograms, which is about 66 pounds, to play the older Mahavir Singh Fogat. And then he dropped that weight to play young Mahavir Singh Fogat after most of the photography of the movie was done. So what did you think about Amir Khan's performance in this movie? Let me say this. I don't see anyone else other than Amir Khan playing this role. Um, going from a very heavy set older man who's also a father of teenage girls. 
um, showcasing his deteriorating age, you know, when he was fighting, not fighting, but like wrestling with his older daughter. And then also playing the younger version of himself where he's like dashboard abs and showing off his deltoids. I've seen other actors, I've seen Shah Rukh Khan get really ripped. I've seen Singham, Ajay Devgan, um, Riddick Roshan. I mean, they're, they have the transformation, but going from really older middle-aged man to this is the only one that I've seen. And that is Amr Khan. So uh, the awards circuit in India gets a bad reputation just because, you know, people say they're very influenced by whoever the production houses are. Yashad gets it this year and then another production house gets it the next year, depending on how much money they're spending. Mm-hmm. But uh, fortunately this year, uh, the Filmfare Awards Best Actor Award went to Amir Khan for this role. Mm-hmm. When I was looking at the other nominees, I, I, I noticed a pattern that a lot of the nominees were from movies in, in which the lead actor had transformed their body in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what some of the nominees were that year? Yeah, sure. Tell me. So we had Amitabh Bachchan for Pink and Ranbir Kapoor for Adil Mushkil. No transformations there. Now, these were the other, what I feel were transformation roles. We have Shah Rukh Khan for Fan, the late Sushant Singh Rajput for MS Dhoni. We have Shahid Kapoor for Urta Punjab. And finally, and I do not understand this nomination at all, but Salman Khan was nominated for the movie Sultan. Now, Sultan's an interesting movie because it, it came out the same year. It was released about the same time as Dangal. Their trailers used to play at the same time. Have you seen that movie and what are your thoughts on it? I have watched the movie Sultan. Um, so both movies had common themes. Both were sports movies, uh, specifically wrestling. Uh, both had strong female characters who were also engaged in sports. Yet, no offense to Salman Khan, but Sultan and Dangal don't belong to the same category for me. I did enjoy one of the songs. Um, I really did enjoy Anushka Sharma as a strong female character. Beyond that, I was thoroughly unimpressed. So um, in order to prepare for this podcast, I watched Sultan, which I hadn't seen until this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that I did. And the reason why I'm glad that I watched the movie Sultan and the reason that I bring it up in this podcast is for me, as a person who really enjoys and loves movies, uh, to me, Sultan demonstrates everything that could have gone wrong with this movie, Dungal. The the reason that Sultan doesn't work for me is I don't dig the performances as much, even though Salman Khan truly put on a lot of muscle and bulk for the movie. The action scenes to me are not as, as good, whereas uh, Dungal Action Director won Best Action for that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it shows. When, when I watch wrestling in Dungal, actually, I'm in the moment, whereas in Sultan, I didn't feel that way. Uh, I'm glad that Sultan exists because it truly shows to me what could have gone wrong with Dungal were, not, were made by a different team. Well, that's true. Uh, but if Amar Khan is in that movie, that can happen. So I have faith in Amar Khan. <laughs> so that year at the Filmfare Awards, Dungal also took home Best Picture for Walt Disney and UTV and Best Director for Nitesh Tiwari. If you haven't watched this movie, it lives on Netflix in North America. Grab some popcorn and check it out before listening to the rest of this podcast. We're going to get into some spoilers after a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by you, the listener. Look, we are just a regular family, and we work very hard to produce this show. However, podcasts need advertising, and advertisers on podcasts look at two things, number of downloads and number of subscribers. So, please download this episode, and please subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Follow us at the Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of today's episode. What is the best scene in the movie? Let's go through it scene by scene. Okay. Here are my nominees. Number one, Amir Khan slash Mahavir Singh has given up on his dream to raise a world-class wrestler because despite all of his attempts, he has four daughters in a row. Until one day, his neighbor comes complaining. Amitabh 
Amir Khan asks his daughters to show him what they did. And as they're showing him how they beat up the boy, we see hope in Amir Khan's eyes. That is one of my top favorite scenes in the movie also. Uh, and exactly the reasons that you mentioned, um, you know, just just his face lights up and when the, his face lights up, his expression light up the screen. And it's like, you almost feel that emotion. You feel that emotional connection, like as a parent, uh, especially. Um, so hands down, that's one of my favorite uh, scenes in the movie. The, the the scene really stands out because we, we've been on this journey with American's character from the beginning and we are with him waiting and right before the scene he's actually like given up his dream he's he's hung the top he's emptied out all the all the wall with all the trophies and medals and he's packed them up he's literally closed the box on his dreams mm -hmm. and then this happens right after so the 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 writing of it is beautiful the way that this scene comes is beautiful and the other thing that really i really liked about which i think can be attached to the scene is the sequence of all of the villagers uh, giving them advice on how to have a boy when mm -hmm. they have the four pregnancies in a row and i think that's just uh that's just a nice lead up to this emotional scene a nice funny lead up to this emotional scene i want to add one other scene which literally precedes this scene is when he finds out you know the comp the neighbor is complaining when he slaps his nephew like why did you do this and he's like i didn't do it it's your daughters i think that was <laughs> really funny क्यों मारा मन ने ना मारा था गिता बबिता ने मारा है yeah those those nice little moments in movies uh, i i i think that's what separates like really good directors from okay directors those those little touches so uh yeah the uh, american slapping omkar thinking yeah. that omkar had beaten the neighbor's kid and then he discovers no it was his daughters that did it mm -hmm. yeah My next nominee for best scene is the montage of the song Bapu Sehat Ke Liye Tu To Haani Ka Rakh Hai. During this song, the training of the girls happens, uh, and also uh, while they're training, they also fight back. At one point, they complain about their hair, so Amir Khan cuts their hair short. The girls complain about clothes and food, so they get their cousins boy clothes, and they also have to start having chicken in their diet. They they keep blowing the bulb out in the akara, and so they don't so they don't have to practice at night. Uh, and Amir Khan doesn't know why this keeps happening. They keep tinkering with Amir Khan's alarm clock so he doesn't get up early in the morning. It's all very fun and entertaining, and it's paired with the perfect song "Bapu Sehat Ke Liye Tu To Hani Karake." What are your thoughts on this montage scene? It's a lot of fun watching the girls do different activities, trying to get out of um, how not to train with their father. Um, and one thing that stands out, by the way, in the song, of course, we're talking about the scenes put together, but the voice of the kid stands out in that song for me. The lyrics are hilarious. They uh, complement what's happening behind the scenes as you're watching it. But... Um, the voice of the kid is just so appropriate for that song. I just love that song. You know, it didn't used to be like this, uh, that a kid would sing for a kid in Hindi movies. That changed in the 90s. I believe it was with uh, another American movie, which was uh, the remake of Kramer vs. Kramer with Manisha Koirala. What was it called? Man? No. It was a divorce movie. Oh, uh, uh, 
Akele Hamakele Tom. Yeah. So I, I believe it changed with Akele Hamakele Tom when Aditya Narayan, who is Udit Narayan's son, sang the kid's voice in one of the songs. <laughs> didn't always used to be like this and now it's commonplace every yeah. time there's a kid song a kid sings it thankfully the industry has corrected it and it's always appreciative from the audience members that a child is singing for a child for a child yeah Before i remember it, it used to be like lata mangeshkar <laughs> singing for a child i remember those <laughs> <laughs> yeah the reason why the montage scene i feel is special is because what it leads to after they figured out how to kind of shut Amir Khan's training off by tinkering with the alarm clock and other things they do, uh, that's not where the scene ends. The scene continues and it all culminates to a very small but emotionally charged scene in the movie. The daughters are at their teenage friend's wedding. They're complaining about how bad their dad Mahavir Singh is. And then the teenage bride who's about to get married, she says, at least your father thinks about you and wants you to be something. My father just wants to get rid of me. And this moment changes the trajectory of the movie. Do you want to talk about this scene? So I think there's a very strong social message, uh, as is in a lot of Amir Khan movies, uh, his production movies. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's a turning point in the movie uh, where the girls realize how wrong they are. They realize that uh, their father really wants them to do something special with their lives. Mm-hmm as opposed to just marrying them off. They realize how much their father cares for their success, and they pivot to working towards being great wrestlers. It's a very emotional scene, and when Amir Khan sees the girls showing up for training the next morning, I love that moment because the needle drops and the dangal song starts again. gives me chills every time I see it. This is the major turn in the movie, the halfway point of the movie, and then we're off. And the rest of the movie happens because of this one crucial scene. I'll move on to the last nominee that I have. The best scene nominee number three, and I got to tell you that this is probably my favorite scene in the movie. This is the scene when Geeta gets back from training to visit her village, and she's showing off some new techniques. Mahavir Singh challenges her new techniques, so they have a father-daughter wrestling match. If this scene is playing on TV, I will stop what I'm doing, and I'll sit down, and I'll watch the whole thing. I have so many thoughts on the scene, but let's start with you. What do you think about this scene? Definitely love the scene. It's uh, very, very emotional. Again, I keep bringing, uh, as a parent, certainly, but as an audience to the movie, you can see the desperation in the father's role in Amir Khan, uh, in his character, that he's trying to... He knows his daughter is going down the wrong path. He's trying to help her come back to what he believes is right for her. And the whole fight scene itself, where... You know, she's, without even realizing, she keeps on going, not noticing how it's affecting, physically affecting her father. Like, she's so far gone at that point. She's so self-absorbed. Just very, very heartfelt. To to me, this is, this is the perfect scene. This is what movies are all about. Mm-hmm. The two main characters in the movie, they have a direct conflict. And the conflict is demonstrated physically, but it also has high emotional stakes. Because it doesn't matter who wins or loses this fight, it will be really bad for their relationship. Right. The relationship which is already fractured will just be torn apart, and there's no stopping it. Mm-hmm. The action in the scene is perfectly executed, and uh, I think I already mentioned this film won Best Action Award for that year. All the previously mentioned scenes are great, but I think this will be my pick for best scene in the movie. How about you? So I think, yes, I, 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 it's kind of hard for me to pick one over the other. Um, there is one other, uh, other scene that I really enjoy, and that's kind of a lighthearted one, but it's a lot of fun watching 
when the father, um, you know, when they make the father-daughter relationship start getting a little better, they're talking over the phone, he's, he's guiding her over the phone, and then he actually comes to the city. The scene where, you know, he, you're seeing him and the nephew, Omkar, uh, on a scooter where they go to this little, I guess, a cinema place and rent that out and, you know, want to see the the videos of the daughter fighting while the person outside is like, what are you guys watching? That whole sequence of scenes is amazing. It's just so much fun to watch um, those scenes. The next one, how many tickets are you going to get? Which one is the picture? Oh, I'm with you. I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, not only do I love uh, that whole sequence scene, but uh, what I really loved about it is that, you know, I grew up in India in the 90s and entertainment was not as readily available as it is now on your laptop, on your phone. <laughs> you had to go go somewhere like you didn't even have blockbusters in India. All you had was like pirate copies of things and you, you had to wait for things and uh in this scene they need to watch the other wrestlers play so the only way they can do that is by renting this you know basically a very shady place yeah in order to to watch uh wrestlers play and it really shows to what lengths Mahavir and Omkar go to to help the daughter succeed yeah I think that was a good touch too by the way you mentioned the shady place they go I mean they, they could have gone to like a an old style cinema house or whatever but they chose this little hole in the wall kind of place and they had posters of these weird stuff outside yeah I think that was a good touch I, I think that's the place they could afford. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, I think it was very funny when the theater owner comes and is surprised by he he thinks it's uh, an adult film, but he and he doesn't know what type of adult film it is because it's just women wrestling. But he's very excited by it nonetheless. Atlanta, Indonesia, imported. So those are the nominees. Uh, you are going with which scene of the four that are nominated? You know, I still have to go back to um, the very first one you mentioned with, you know, when he finds out and the surprise on his face and the delight on his face um, when he finds out about his daughters being able to fight. That is a great moment in the movie. And I that's another scene that if I'm just walking past and that scene is on I have to sit down and watch that scene it's hilarious it's heartfelt and it it sets up act two of the movie when he starts training the girls one of my favorite things about the movie is its soundtrack now music is one thing that differentiates Bollywood from almost every other film industry in the world and the music sometimes lives on for way longer than the movie ever does in fact Adil uh, Mushkil was nominated for Best Picture that year, I'm sure it has a lot to do with its soundtrack because mm -hmm. its soundtrack continues to live on. Not only is Dangal a great film, but it also has a memorable soundtrack. Pritam scored this movie. It has three well-known songs. There's the title track, Dangal. There's the fun track, Bapu Sehat Ke Liye Tuto Hani Karak Hai. And finally, there's the confident and fun and a female empowering, Dhakkar. Dhakkar. Which one's your favorite track of the three? It's kind of a tough tie. So I love Bapu Sayyid Kelly Hanikarak. I love that song. I think we just discussed that earlier. But my favorite song is Dangal. And not just because how awesome it sounds, uh, the lyrics are amazing. The singer Dilair Mendy, you hear the song, but you never imagine Dilair Mendy uh, singing that song. I think it's probably, at least for me, one of his best works. <laughs> Uh, it's funny you mentioned Dalair Mehdi, truly a really special song in Dalair Mehdi's voice. Dalair Mehdi voiced another song in an Amir Khan movie, which actually still lives on my music list. 
It's uh, the Rangne Basanti title track. Oh, yeah. He, similar, you know, uh, I think that was composed by A.R. Rahman, and Dalir Mehendi is the main performer in the song. <laughs> And again, truly as special as this song is uh, in the voice of the master. Coming back to which is my favorite song. Uh, that was a trick question, Swati. All of these are great songs. I love them all. <laughs> like I said. Uh, in terms of working out too, and we all need to work out, guys. Lose some weight. Uh, Dangal and Dhakkar are great to work out too. Is uh, Bapu Sehat Kele good to work out too? Oh yeah, I-, I love that song. I can run to that song. All right, so uh, great working out songs from the and very emotional songs from uh, this movie. So let's talk about what things have aged best in the movie. Now, for our listeners, these are things that uh, so movies are made in the pocket of time that they were made in, and sometimes things that are in the movie are very irksome when you see them fifteen years later or twenty years later. Because society has changed, uh, things have changed. For example, a great example would be in in movies in the 90s and early 2000s, uh, gay characters were very flamboyant and were made fun of. And now when you like watch those scenes, it's like cringy to to see how those scenes are executed, like deliberately making fun of those types of people. Mm-hmm. So we, we like to talk about things that have aged well and things that have aged poorly. So we'll start off uh, with things that have aged well in Dungle. This movie came out in 2016. We are doing the podcast in 2022. So let's see six years later. The first thing I have on my list is Amir Khan's de-aging when he's shown as a young wrestler. Now this movie uses a fair amount of special effects, but hats off to the effects team and the director of photography, Setu. The special effects are hardly noticeable and Amir Khan de looks really good. What do you think? Hmm. I... I kind of agree and disagree with you. You're right. The effects are really good, but they still do look like effects to me. The, especially, especially the one you're mentioning, the de aging of Amir Khan. Yeah. The eyes are rough. Uh, if you the, Amir Khan's eyes really show his age. If you watch him in uh, any of the movies where he, even Three Idiots, where he's trying to play a much younger character, he was reluctant to do that movie because of how young of a character he wanted to play. But his eyes really are just old, I guess. And it's hard to, far, hard for effects people and makeup people to get rid of it altogether. It seemed very, very... Um, what's the word? You know, where you like remove the wrinkles? The, sm- the skin was way too smooth. Rubbery, looked, plasticky. Yeah, it looked like... Yeah, very rubbery. It didn't look real almost. The second thing on my list of what's aged really well in this movie is the Haryanvi dialect and dialogues in the movie. Contrast that with the... Uh, sorry to bring up Sultan again, but I was listening to the Haryanvi they had in that movie and it was just... Didn't sound right. Irksome. It was very irksome. Yeah. So uh, when you come back to Dungal and you listen to the Haryanvi dialect spoken by the characters, I truly appreciate it. What do you think? So I really feel like the Haryanvi in the movie was spot on, especially um, the wife's character played by, I think her name is Sakshi Tanmar. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, she did an amazing job. Not only her, um, you know, the, the characters played by the young Gita, Bab- Gita Babita characters. They did such an awesome job. And most of all, for me, the extras, you know, the older man, the the woman who says Gobar ka bhas ko ye khilana. But my my most favorite <laughs> of all were the extras that uh, were included in scenes like, you know, the older man who's suggesting how to have a son, and the pandaji, and the the woman who's saying bhas ko suba suba khana khilana, like. They have very, very authentic looks and, and accents to those people. I just was so fascinated by it. Absolutely. And uh, thankfully, uh, Bollywood has made a real effort to getting the dialects right. About this movie, all of the main cast was actually trained in Haryanvi dialect by a dialect coach. And some of the people that were cast were all from that local region of Haryana. So they already had a base going before they got into the movie. So the third thing on my list uh, for the things that have aged really well in the movie is that the movie is not very preachy, but the movie very effectively shows the societal problem of boys being preferred over girls. 
it doesn't go into the lecturing of it but the movie demonstrate how the family in the movie elevates its girls to the highest standards they possibly can the girls are loved the family makes sacrifices for the girls to succeed as wrestlers it shows all this without being preachy about it and i think that has aged very nicely what do you think i agree with that i also want to add something else to it um you're 100% right it is about again not not i don't i'm reluctant to use the word woman empowerment but yes it does that is the common theme here throughout the movie at the same time there are people like you know gita babita's father who stand up against that society people were mocking him you know feeding laddu that i had a son you didn't sort of putting it in his face he didn't care he moved on he pushed forward and there are people like that and you know what hats off to people like that who want to make a change in society i really appreciate that about the movie and it's aged really well now the fourth thing that has aged superbly is the comedy in the movie the movie is a drama but it's actually very funny the yeah. movie in fact one of the best things about the movie is the voice over narration the voice over narration throughout the movie is done from the point of view of the nephew omkar now i personally dislike voice over narration in general because i feel it's lazy it's a lazy way of explaining what's going on but this movie uses it very effectively and it serves the story I also love that the voice over was not done by Amitabh Bachchan which mm-hmm. is a case in a lot of movies. I'm very tired of it. Almost every movie with voice over narration is in Amitabh Bachchan's voice. And even though Amitabh Bachchan is great, his voice over in movies is a bit saturated. I'm done with it. So I really appreciated that it was done from the point of view of the nephew Omkar. I think I sort of slightly disagree with you. I think times have changed um I think for the last few years while uh, Amitabh Bachchan is still in and working and you know making movies I think his voice over has not been around for for some time now um yes the voice over done by the actor um who was playing Omkar was really uh, it was pleasant it was like watching the movie through his eyes <laughs> Yeah, he he's actually he's the narrator of the movie and it's it's a it's a very smart choice by the filmmaker to make him the point of view of the movie. Yeah. He is a participant in all of the events of the movie. Mhm. And he infuses because we were talking about comedy earlier. He infuses so much fun and comedy into the movie, not not just with the things that happen to him, how he interacts with the character. but also how he uses voice over to describe what's going on in a very haryanvi way tau ji ki bas ek hi baat mane bilkul pasand na thi har baat main itna suspense bana dete the ki samne wale ki jaan nikal jave and uh, it i just loved the character that i love the voice over narration and i love not only all the comedy in the movie but the comedy that his character brought to the movie Well, one more thing to add to that, uh his ca- so his, the narration was his older uh self. The his, I think his name is Abarakshit Khurana. But even as a younger character, when, you know, as a teenage teenager, uh, when he gets beat up by the cousins, and even younger uh than that first scene where he's a little kid, there's only one scene of him uh, as a young child where he's sitting on a bike and he just smiles at the camera a mocking smile and i just love that scene but yeah that that was one of my favorite characters he's a great character in the movie and uh, uh our actor what's his name aparshakti kurana aparshakti kurana and he's got a nice little career from this movie as have many of the other actors in the movie speaking of the comedy in the movie i think the funniest section to me in the whole movie is the whole montage of them trying to have a boy child and the villagers giving advice and when they don't have a boy the villagers negating their advice mm. and it's just hilarious to me yeah it is and actually one of my favorite scenes is from the pandaji where he said mala ulti fer yogi so like how did you how do you think about <laughs> instances like that you know like it's fascinating it's really well written and having grown up in those parts of india i i pretty sure that these are real things yeah. that people advise <laughs> Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show. Please don't forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to download. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
The fifth thing that's aged really well in this movie is that the film is just technically brilliant. In fact, when I first saw the movie, that's what I noticed about it. Uh, because I was just blown away by a Bollywood movie being really well put together technically. Mm-hmm. Now, the film is over two hours long, but it flies by quickly because it's edited so perfectly. It never drags. It never feels too long. Preetam's score is just brilliant in the movie. Every needle drop when the dungle song starts. All of those moments are great. The direction of the movie is top notch. The production design is perfect. What do you think about, about the production design and art direction of the movie? The, pl- the places in the movie? I think they're spot on. Um, you know, I was just thinking about that, that scene where uh, she's trying to feed the buffalo in the morning and the narrow galia and ghar, the, the kind of house they live in, uh, the way it's set up, the way she is making food and roti, the way they're dressed, uh, the way Mahavir is dressed as an older person. Or when he's going to the office, I think there's just a couple of scenes of that, you know, I think that's just done so well. Yeah, starting with the antenna turn in the first scene where yeah. there were the guys on top of the roof turning the antenna. This this movie's uh, production design really stood out to me. In fact, in the research, it comes up that they actually shot in villages in Ludhiana. So that's why it looks so authentic because they mm. were, in, in fact, in a village in mm. Ludhiana. And, uh, oh, the cinematography always stands out to me. When I'm watching this movie, in my opinion, a thing that a lot of movies fall into is that because a lot of movies look similar, it's hard to tell one movie from another if you are not familiar with what you're watching. The cinematography, in my opinion, just stands out in this movie. And whenever you're watching a scene from Dungle, you know what you're watching Dungle. Yeah. So while I'm on that subject, I also want to talk about the casting in the movie. Uh, To me, the casting in the movie is perfect. Do you want to talk about it? So I think you said it in one word. It's perfect. I can't think of one person who was misplaced. My favorite was Omkar's, uh, you know, the actor who played Omkar as a child and as a teenager and then older adult. Like, I don't even know. I, I can't pick one person where I thought, like, no, that did not suit the role. So I, I want to give a shout out to everybody that was in this movie. We should know their names. Uh, young Geeta and Babita were played by Zaira Wasim and Suhani Bhatnagar. The older Geeta and Babita were played by Fatima Sona Sheikh and Sanya Malhotra, respectively. Omkar, the young one, was played by Ritnik Sahor. And the older Omkar was played by Apar Shakti Khurana. All of them went on to do other movies from this movie, so it was a great launching platform for all of them. Now, the wildcard entry in what's aged the best in the movie for me is the title song, Dungle. When the title song comes on at the beginning opening credits of the movie, it pumps you up. It is complemented by excellent cinematography and editing. And then later on the movie, whenever the song comes back, it comes at a perfect moment. It's just a great song for the movie. And Preetam uses it very efficiently and effectively in scoring the film. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think that song is like the backbone and the heart of the movie really um sung really amazingly the lyrics are amazing every time the song comes on in the movie it gives me like goosebumps and the hair raise on the back of my neck every time i hear it like i just want to punch something (laughs) like i just feel like it like i feel a rush of energy every time i hear the song my pet peeves my complaints about the movie do you want to get into these yeah let's do it okay the movie is mostly flawless. It was, in fact, one of the best perfectly put together movies, in my opinion. But there are some things still that bothered me. My number one is that in the opening scene, when Amir Khan fights in his office colleague with Harkinder, the other big guy, the commentary of the fight on TV coincides almost too perfectly with the fight in the office. And both of them are in front of the it overlaps perfectly. And that always bothered me. Why are they the exact same? Why? Tell me. Why? So I disagree with you. I actually really like that. I think that's a touch of Bollywood drama in this movie. I really had fun watching that. I chalked it up to they kind of have to explain wrestling to the audience who might not know enough about wrestling. And I, I don't know anything about it. Actually, it almost reminds me of one of the older movies. I don't know. Amitabh Bachchan or Mithun Chakravarti where people are watching or, or Anil Kapoor where they're watching movies in theater and, you know, a fight breaks out. And then in the background, there's a movie going on and the 
and then this guy, the hero, is starting to fight with the bad guys. So it reminds me of that one of those 80s, 90s movies. And I know exactly the scene you're talking about. And for the life of me, I cannot remember which movie it was. I know. It was from Kale, uh, Anil Kapoor and Madhuri Dixit. And they're both like crazy movie fans. And uh, yeah, it's one of those scenes from that movie. That's great. That's great. It, it's truly it's truly the magic of movies that's able to pull something like this off. Yeah. Another pet peeve of mine with this movie is that I felt that Amir Khan's character should have been more resourceful because in the beginning they show that Amir Khan makes a deal with the chicken shop owner to sponsor the girls by giving him discount to chicken. Uh, but later on in the film, when they when he's trying to get the girls to go wrestle boys in the regional dungle. Uh, it is not Amir Khan's character who's able who's able to negotiate that deal, but some random character. Later on in the film, Amir Khan's character rents the adult movie theater to watch the wrestling movies. Mm-hmm. So that kind of shows that he's very resourceful mm-hmm. and smart, clever, Jugardu, if you will. But then later on, this is un- towards the end of the movie, he's fooled into being locked into the locker room. It's like flip-flopping for me. It's like, which one is he? Is he a resourceful, smart guy? Or is he somebody who's not resourceful and very gullible? Which one is it? I don't think he has to be one or the other at all. I think as human beings, that's what we are, right? Like he's very emotionally charged to see his daughter, you know, wanting to watch her in the arena. But then he just kind of gets in the grip of that. Um, There are times when you're really like you're really smart. And there are times when you're like, "Hmm, that was so dumb of me. I would have liked a little bit more consistency, even if they place that consistency in Omkar, which would actually make... I think this would have made more sense for Omkar's character since he's been there since the beginning. What if Omkar was the one who made the deal with the chicken shopkeeper? What if Omkar was the one who figured out how the girls would fight in the dungle with the boys? What if it was Omkar that figured out the adult movie theater thing? That would actually, to me, logically from a story point of view, make a lot more sense. Yeah, but don't forget, this is not just a story. It's someone's real story. So these things most likely happened in real life and that only goes to show that these are just people and they make mistakes they get emotionally involved and you know people can take advantage of you my third pet peeve complaint against the movie is uh i i i could have used a more developed character for coach Pramod kadam mm-hmm. he just felt very straightforward bad guy there was no nuance to it and i, I feel there was a lot of nuance to other characters in the movie he was uh he was the most cliche character in the movie he is bad for the sake of being bad what do you think i don't think he was bad for the sake of being bad i think his character had quality human qualities he is just a person he is very you know insecure uh feeling insecure because of the father because the father is so good and his ego gets in between that, that how can somebody looking like that be better than a national coach from the, I guess, a national institute? I think that was underlying human nature there. Well, so th- some things that did not make sense uh, to me were is that it's not like he's very involved with coach that wants to win the gold. He was happy with the bronze. So what does he care how Gita trains? Now, if he were shown to be a very involved person with the coaching and wanting to win an Olympic gold then it would make sense for him not to want Gita's father to train her. But then doesn't it goes to show that there is a transition in his character itself that he doesn't believe that this girl or or just in general, a national team can win anything. It's just there to be there. Um, but as he sees that she's doing better and that there is a possibility, then he wants to step up to that, that plate saying this is because of me Mm, all right i think i'm gonna hang on to that complaint maybe someday we can get uh one of the filmmaker people to defend this for the movie Mm -hmm. do you have any pet peeves to add of your own Nah, i think it was a very close to perfect movie for me bollywood movies are known for its music but they're also known for great dialogue what do you think is the best line of dialogue in the movie so one that stands out, I wouldn't say it's the best, is Suve Paach Pane Tiyar Rana. And to, you know, uh, accompany that with the gold guppas at five in the morning, 
one of my favorite. But I think that for some reason that line stands out in my mind where uh, he is fighting against the other state champion in the very beginning of the movie. And um, that man, he loses. And he said, wow, you're really good. State level champion go around, don't you? Red Dil Chota Matkar. National level champion, say, all right. You lost against a national champion. That's a very cliche statement, but I really enjoyed that, you know, just listening to that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a very Bollywood moment, and a lot yeah. of Bollywood dialogues are like that, and we love them. We love them for it. Those are great moments in movies. Well, that's what makes Bollywood, Bollywood. However, I'll circle back to what you already mentioned earlier, which is also my favorite dialogue in the movie. Because it, it, it encapsulates the entire movie. It, uh, uh, when Amir Khan says, and it's repeated three or four times, and it always happens in very crucial plot points. He says to his daughters, Kal which translates to tomorrow morning, be ready at five o'clock. It's such a perfect line. It's simple, but it's crucial to the events of the movie. It is crucial to the relationships of the characters. And it's just a wonderful line. Yeah, I thought you also liked the other one where Dubte go think I got that Sara Jaye. Kate and Dubne Vadeko, Tenekeka Sara, Kapiota Yato Taujiko, Dodo Lifeguard Milgate. Yato Taujiko, Dodo Lifeguard Milgate. Yeah, yeah. So that, that again is a great dialogue, but to me, that's not the best dialogue in the movie. The best dialogue in the movie is just a very simple Kalsube Pach Bajay Tayarena. Yeah. Uh, the other dialogue you mentioned, it was reminding me of uh, from the movie Swades. There is uh, the dialogue that says, uh, which always stuck with me. It's just a, such a beautiful line. Bollywood has some great lines and dialogues. Yeah, definitely. I want to bring up casting again because we both agree that the movie is perfectly cast. And now I personally would have liked to see a more established actor play coach Pramod Kadam. Like if there was like Amitabh Bachchan in that role, but maybe he's a bit too old. Uh, I think you mentioned Anupam Kher when I had presented this question to you earlier. What do you think? I think Anupam Kher is still one of the contenders for me for that uh, role. But I think even more so, um, the actor Randeep Hooda is the one uh, who would fit very nicely into this role. He might be about the same age, maybe slightly younger, I don't know. But he, I think, and, and when I last saw him, he had these big mustaches. And I think he has done both positive and negative roles. I think he would suit very nicely. It's funny you mention him because he was actually the coach in Sultan. I don't know if you knew that. I don't recall. He's uh, Salman Khan's coach in uh, the movie Sultan. Uh, you know, I, I also want to say that, you know, I don't want to bust the balls of the guy who plays uh, Coach Pramod Kadam. I think he's a fine actor. I think he did a good job. The only reason I bring this up is because I feel it was such an underdeveloped character that you needed more star power there to kind of elevate it. Well, is I'm curious now, you said underdeveloped character. Is it because of the direction, the writing, or was it the actor himself who kind of sort of underplayed that character? For me, I think the actor was fine he just wasn't given much to work with so it would fall into the category category of underwritten for me okay uh okay so anybody other than anupam kher or randeep pura and uh, do you agree that does that character need to be recast i don't think it needs to be recast but yes if if one were to ask me which might be this might be one of the characters i would consider so uh, these are some of the other actors that were considered at one point or another for the movie uh, we had Tapsi Pannu for one of the sisters. What do you think? No, I if if it was Tapsi Pannu, and I can see her play a wrestler. Um, I think she has the body type of an athlete. She would not be the second sister for sure. She would not be Babita. I think Babita is very well cast, by the way. But she would be the Gita character. But I I still feel like the actor who's playing Gita is really well placed as well. She did an amazing job portraying to be a wrestler. We also had at one point Akshana Hassan, who is uh, Kamal Hassan's daughter in the conversation. Yeah, again, I, I don't see her. However, I have a suggestion of my own. I could see Alia Bhatt, possibly as the younger sister. Uh, okay, why do, why do you say that? She, again, she has 
very lean body type. I think she, I've seen her do some really excellent acting in some of the roles that she's played. She's she's played roles like Highway. I think that was brilliant. I also think, you know, similar to Urta Punjab. I think she has the capability of doing really good acting work. I'm not that familiar with her range, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe there is something to be said for what you're mentioning. Now, uh, Rajkumar Rao was apparently considered for one of the roles. The internet research does not specify exactly what, but my guess would be it would either be Omkar or the coach. Hmm. What do you think about that? I can see him playing Omkar, but I again, I feel like Omkar is very well placed. Also, I think... Well, I don't know how, how big Rajkumar Rao was in 2016. He was not that big, and uh, the reason why he would he was being considered was because he had worked along with Amir Khan in Talash, mm-hmm. and that was his card, in, card entry in. I can see him play um, Omkar's role, yeah. It's funny because, you know, I kind of see them together from other movies they played in, uh, you know, as, as working together, Rajkumar Rao and um, Apar Shakti. <laughs> Yeah, they were in three together, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. What a great movie that is. That's got to come back into this podcast. It's a good team, yeah, to watch together, yeah. So uh, Rajkumar Rao is obviously uh, has a much stronger star power today. Uh, would have been great to see him in one of these uh, roles uh, back in 2016. According to Wikipedia, if Amir Khan refused the role, they would have approached Mohan Lal, who is a famous South Indian actor. You've probably seen him in the movie Drishyam, which is from the South Indian version of Drishyam. Mm-hmm. If Amir Khan had turned it down, they would have also approached Kamal Hassan. Do you have any thoughts on those? Huh, that's interesting. I can definitely see Kamal Hassan playing that. I can see him playing as the older, you know, the father's role, um, Kamal Hassan, but I don't know if, how would you do the dashboard abs and the built body? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, Amir Khan is just so perfectly cast. I actually... Don't even know how any other actor would fit the bill. Yeah. Um, so we'll just leave it at that. I'm, I'm glad it did not uh, have to go that route. And Amir Khan said yes. I think there's another reason uh, that Kamal Hassan couldn't do it, in my opinion, because of the accent. He would have to have somebody dub over and that just wouldn't seem right. But his accent, especially Haryanwi accent, I don't know how well he could pull that off. Yeah. This is also internet-based research, so there might be certain certain inaccuracies in how this information is presented and by who. Who do you think had the most success out of this movie? So that's a tricky question for me. The first person who comes to my mind is uh, Zaira Wasim. I think she took off. She did a couple of movies after that, and she's a good actor, you know? She's very young. But then I think her life sort of, personal life sort of spiraled out of control. Um, so I don't know what the takeaway from that is. Like she took off and then didn't. The other person I feel is the one who played um, Babita and uh, her name is Sanya Malotra. Yeah, I definitely see her character just went on from there. Yeah, so I, I think the biggest winner uh, was uh, Zaira Wasim. Because I think she got the most out of it. She was most recognizable. She got some, you know, leading projects after that. And it's quite unfortunate that, you know, as a child actor, her family or whatever reason she had, she was not able to manage all that and maintain it. Yeah. Uh, at this point, she's retired from acting. And I think that's probably a smart decision for her to kind of to get her life in order. So uh, she definitely got the most success out of it. And uh, it's truly tragic how it the direction it went. Yeah, we wish her best of luck. So this, uh, I don't have a good answer for, but the question is, who did the most overacting in this movie? Yeah, same thing. I don't, I don't really have uh, an answer for that. I don't, I didn't see anyone overact. I didn't feel anyone was really overacting. So yeah, I don't have a good answer for that. I have a category here for worst acting. This is probably not really fair for this movie. Do you have any nominees? Unfortunately, I do not. Yeah, I cannot think of one uh, person who acted poorly in this movie. So. Yeah. Uh, well, and you know what? I did not have this as a category, but is there a best actor in this movie? That's a tough one. Again, like, yeah, that's a really tough one for me. I still, I, I still can't get over. I really, I loved all of them. I still think I, uh, you know, the actor, um, the teenage actor um, for... For Omkar? His name is uh, Ritnik Sahor. Yeah, that's the one. <clears throat> 
so yeah, the the young cousin brother uh, as a te- the teenage actor uh, Ritwik Sahor is just stands out in my mind. I can't say he's the best actor, but his part stands out in my mind. Yeah, I think there was just overall great casting and acting in this movie. Uh, if I had to pick one, I would probably go with Amir Khan just because of the levels of transformations that he had to go through to play the part. However, uh, this is kind of like uh, Knives Out to me. That mm-hmm. it's just a great ensemble cast and it's kind of hard to pick one actor that stands out because they all kind of support each other. Right. I think they, they complement each other, really. The worst scene in the movie. Do you have a nominee for worst scene in the movie? You know, I thought and thought about this question. I'm, you know, just running through the whole movie in my head. Again, just like I can't pick a bad actor. I can't pick one favorite actor. I can't pick a bad act, bad scene in this movie. I just can't. So when I when I saw this movie for the first time, uh, I would have picked the scene where the girls were talking to their the the bride, the child bride. Uh, during her Mandy, I would have picked that scene as a worst scene because to me that scene kind of did not belong in the movie when I first watched it. And the reason was simply that I was like, this scene, this is, it was very, uh, it felt very Yash Johar, uh, Yash Raj type of scene to me. Like I had been listening to these people talking Haryanvi, being in a gao. And then when that child bride talks, she doesn't really talk in a Haryanvi way. She mm. talks in like a straight up Hindi way. So it, pulled me right out of the movie when I had first watched that scene. Mm-hmm. I think it was mainly the Haryanvi thing that threw me off. Mm. But since then, uh, I have rewatched this movie and I've realized how crucial that scene is, despite being a little Yashraj type of emotional melodrama type of scene. Uh, and I have uh, kind of reversed my stance on that. So a few years ago, I would have picked that scene and now I don't have a scene for this nomination. So I think, again, um, not a bad scene. I, I don't think I've thought anything in particular stood out. But when you talk about accents, I think uh, you picked Amar Khan to be one of the best ones. I pick him to be the weakest link as far as accents go. Even like including the the younger daughters, the young daughter actors. Um, I don't know. I, I think he to me, was the weakest link as far as the accents. Not the acting, but, you know, the Haryanvi accent. I think that's a fair point. Uh, if I had to say, oh, whose Haryanvi accent uh, bothers me, it's probably, it doesn't really bother me, but it's just yeah. not as good as some of the others. Yeah, agreed. This is a very special category to me. This category is who stole the scene category. Uh, sometimes there's a movie and you have great actors in the movie. Uh, you might have, say, Amitabh Bachchan and... Uh, you know, Rani Mukherjee in a movie. And then sometimes an actor comes along that just kind of steals the scene. He's a scene stealer. They're there for a couple of seconds in front of these great actors and they just take all of the attention away from them just by just having a small part and just acting in a way that just really makes them shine. A great example is uh, uh, Pankaj Tripathi in 3. Every time Pankaj Tripathi is on screen in 3, he just takes all the limelight away from everybody else because he's such a great actor. He's so perfect for that part. So uh, in Dungle, uh, who stole the scene? Who who is an actor who stole the scene from everybody else? Um, again, I, I don't I don't know if there is one actor, but I I also have already mentioned about Ritwik Sahor. Uh, really stood out to me throughout you know the movie as long as he was uh, in the movie. I also felt that Sakshi Tanwar uh, was really, really a strong actor in the whole casting of the movie. Every time she was there on screen, I couldn't take my eyes off of her. It was her just whole presence, uh, you know, the whole uh, Haryanvi touch, her accent. Um, very, very strong actor. So for me, it, it was her. Uh, so I, I don't think there was a particular scene in which Ritwik Sahar or any of the other actors stole uh, a scene from a movie. But when I first watched this movie, um, Zaira Wasim really stood out to me. And, and I think that's probably the key to her stardom, that she was really noticed by a lot of people. Uh, she just had the perfect look, the, the way she prepared, acted in the movie, just as a child actor, really stood out. And... Uh, you know, now she's, I don't know if she's a household name, but if you see her face in a movie, she's recognizable. Yeah. When I first saw the movie, she really stood out to me. I don't think she stole any scenes in terms of acting, but she was definitely noticeable. Yeah. 
things that don't make sense in the movie. Mm. I think I already mentioned a couple of these in my pet peeves, which is why doesn't the coach care for gold? Or if he doesn't care for gold, why does he care how Gita trains? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Amir Khan gets locked out of the locker. That doesn't make sense to me. I think it was just for the sake of drama. I don't know if it really happened in real life that he got locked out. If you're familiar with gymnasiums, you cannot really get locked in. You can get locked out. Like you, you can be in the hallway not being able to get in. But if you're in the room, you should be able to just push your way out. Yeah. Uh, generally, locks are from the inside, not the outside. Uh, my next question is, and this I like to, uh, I like to ask as a storyteller, as a filmmaker, as an audience member, what is this movie about? What is the movie Dungal about? And why does it stand the test of time? Mm-hmm. To me, the movie is about bringing change um, in society, you know, accepting that girls can do, now this might sound very cliche, but it, you know, that girls can do what boys can do. Girls can win gold medals. Um, you don't have to wait for a son to come along to be a, a gold medalist in a sport. Um, they're not just there to be in the kitchen and cook and clean. They can do a lot more uh, in for for themselves, for family, and the betterment, betterment of the society. That's what it is uh, for me. And also, if you think on more more personal level, it's also about standing up for your family. It's, um, you know, the father stood by the daughters. The, you know, I know they had their own conflicts at points, but, you know, they came through for each other over time. They believed in each other. And to me, that is what it is about. Absolutely. And uh, f- the reason why this movie was uh, an instant classic for me when I first watched it was uh, I-, I never felt that the movie w- was about wrestling or India's gold medal or anything like that. For me, the movie was simply about a father and his daughter mm-hmm. and their relationship and their journey over time to how she how they start as a family and then how this all of this ends at the uh, at the gold medal win and uh it's just a beautiful journey of these two characters and then obviously supported by a cast of characters um through through time uh, a family story but specifically these two these two people and how their relationship evolves and it's a very personal movie in a big grand epic right to me. yeah so uh but part two was why does this movie stand the test of time I think I think that is one of the major reasons that it stands test of time is because it's not just about wrestling. It's not just about, you know, showing that girls can do this and boys can or, you know, vice versa. It is about family. It's about, uh, you know, supporting each other uh, through thick and thin, no matter what. I think it's... Um, emotional and personal in that way and i think that's the reason why it stands the test of time yeah if uh, if we go back to a movie like lagan which was also essentially a sports movie yeah. uh but it was it was really the relationship and the journey of the characters that m- made the movie the classic that it is yeah do you have any final thoughts to add to our podcast well i hope there are more movies they make like dangal you know i hope there are more actors like amir khan who come forward to make more meaningful movies not just commercial hit movies with dances and songs but something that is more of substance to bring um, in light some of the issues that society deals with i really think um, we need to have more movies like dangal and actors like amir khan uh, showcasing those Dangal and a lot of uh, movies that Amir Khan is in uh, makes the point that you can have a commercial movie still have a lot of substance and meaning and be a movie that stands the test of time. Dangal was released in 2016. It is an incredibly entertaining and emotional film about a father and a daughter. I really like this review from Saibal Chatterjee at NDTV. This was a review that came out at the time of the movie's release. And he wrote that Dangal is a very different sports film. It is an entertaining sporting saga. Unlike other Bollywood films, Dangal refrains from demonstrative chest thumping and flag waving. 
Mm-hmm. This is something that I noticed when I first watched Dungle. What do you, do you have any thoughts on this? No, I think that sort of sums it all up. Yeah. So if uh, if you're watching Sultan, you you'll see like the audience really. They have a lot of shots of the audience cheering on and flag waving and Sultan Sultan in the air. Whereas in Dungle, you're mostly on Mahavir saying you're on the daughters. You're you're not really you're seeing crowds in the background, but you're not seeing you know India's flag waving. I think the most. Uh, chest thumping moment but it was very personal was when the indian national anthem plays so i think that review really sums it up that that is why this film is so different than sultan and ms dhoni that came out the same year the film is epic but it's not just about india's gold medals or national pride this movie is about a father and his daughter and their journey together into the daughter becoming a world-class wrestler well swadi thank you so much for being the first guest of my podcast i had a very fun conversation with you We both love Dungle so much and I hope people enjoyed our conversation about Dungle. Go rewatch it. It is thoroughly enjoyable and if you haven't seen it, check it out right now. Best of Bollywood is produced by me at Dunhill Studios. We love movies and we will be back with another great Bollywood film on the next episode. Follow us at the Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Have a great day. Thank you.